Welcome to Crypto Talk Radio, the podcast for everyday investors like you. Visit us on the web at CryptoTalkRadio.net. And now, here's your host, Leister. Thank you for that, Bailey, and welcome everybody out there in Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. My name is Leister. I'm your host. If you're not new, welcome back. If you are new, welcome to the show. We have a fresh face and a fresh voice. I'd like you to give a warm welcome to Bailey. She's going to be helping me introduce people to the show going forward. There may be more Bailey as time goes on, but for right now, this is what it is. We have a lot to crank through here as we're back on quality audio. If you haven't heard Hercules, Hercules for that, it's not my normal setup. This is not my usual. It's good enough. I think it sounds good, but it's not my normal setup. I'm currently sitting on a gamer's chair in front of a box that's holding my monitor and my PC's over in the corner all, you know, scattered around with cables and everything. It's completely not my setup. So you're like, well, how do you sound so dang good? It's just because I I, I bees like that sometimes because that's how I control the rhyme. That's a that's a song, Keith Murray, uh, 2001, I believe. Let's get into cryptocurrency and chat this out, and then I'll get into my later topics. But first, let's look at Coindesk.com. And I zoom out to the month chart. We're going to start with Bitcoin this time instead of Ethereum because Bitcoin is the one that was impacted by recent events. If you look at the month chart, We're still in more red than green, but we had some strong spikes of green very recently. Bitcoin went on a little bit of a run, a low of 26.6, a high of 27.5, just shy of 27.5, currently hovering around the 27,000 mark. Got almost as high as the 28,000 mark very recently. Didn't last very long as sales came flooding in to keep that back down, but then we're going back up a little bit. I don't think it will sustain, but I'm going to emphasize again, and if you're new, by the way, I, this is something I do. I want to emphasize, this is an opportunity to get some profit out of this. We've been in the red for a long time. So if you're in these, treat it as an opportunity to make some profit. I know it's kind of disheartening because you're hoping for more, but treat it as an opportunity to make some money because there's an opportunity for profit. If you're on the exchanges, you can make profit there. If you're spot trading in the wallets, you can make profit there. Either way, it's an opportunity to make profit, but the expectation is that this rally may not sustain. And there's some news that's going to back that up here shortly that I'll get into. When I look at Ethereum, though, its run wasn't anywhere near substantial. That's why I started with Bitcoin. Ethereum was a low of 16.27, a high of 16.59, currently hovering 16.42. When you look at its month chart, there's significantly more red. So this rally was on the Bitcoin side exclusively, and it did not significantly help the Ethereum side because of the sell pressure that was still there. There's still going to be this kind of, there's still a lot of trading that's happening against these coins. And as a result, you're not going to see the strong run as of yet. It's still expected to happen sometime in 2024-ish. It's still the, the prediction most people have. Now, we can't guarantee anything. I can't, nobody can. But most people feel that 2024 is really where things are going to start picking up again. That's assuming we don't have Gary Gensler, which I'll talk about here in a second, getting in the way blocking the progress that we foresee. Long term, though, cryptocurrency looks in a very strong position, and it's possible that certain people that, you know, because it took a long time for Bitcoin to get up to the 68,000 mark, right? Bitcoin officially, quote unquote, became mainstream around 2012, 2013. So here we are 10 years later, 2021, we had a major rally, okay? Now it's just going to take another cycle, a long period of time, a lot of frustration, But it's a different era. And I want to stress to people, it's a different time. 
we don't have the same level of accessibility that we had before. Remember, before there was a lot less cryptocurrencies out there. Before there was a lot less institutional money in the piece. Before we had a lot less manipulation happening at the highest levels of cash flow. So it's a different era. It doesn't stop the rally between having, between sentiment, between overseas, international. All of these are going to be catalysts for another run. Is the current predominant prediction, say that 50 times, that's spinning around cryptocurrency. Now, we could all get it wrong, but that's what we currently see. Let's see how this all plays out. Either way, there are opportunities for profit no matter what. The other piece that's playing into this is that there's expected to be a decision coming out of the feds that's either going to rally it to go back up or cause it to crap back down. That's the Federal Open Market Committee decision. They're having these meetings. They're going to wrap up this week. We're going to expect that there's going to potentially be a hold in the rate, as in we're not going to raise the rate or drop the rate. But depending on what they say, you're going to see a lot more disruption happening. So keep an eye out for this week if you are trading, whether you're day trading or spot trading or whatever. Be mindful. There's going to be some volatility this week leading up to the decision, during the decision, and shortly after the decision. Be careful. Try not to, obviously, don't put more in than you can afford to lose because you don't know what's going to happen. And if there's profit opportunities, I would implore you to take advantage of those. Now, let's talk about Ethereum a little bit. Why is it that Ethereum seems to have been more impacted by the sell pressure than most? Turns out that the idiot Vitalik, along with some other ones, was caught dumping major bags of Ethereum to the tune of $60 million worth of Ethereum out to the exchanges, out to potentially, hasn't happened yet, potentially sell off to fiat. This causes negative sentiment as you see this money movement because if it's if he's going to dump that, you know, Ethereum off there, it's going to cause a dump. Now, I don't think that that's going to have a significant, you know, down to like 1200 because it's not a lot of, in the big picture of Ethereum. But you don't want to see that during a rally of Bitcoin where Bitcoin's going in the green to a significant degree, yet Ethereum's staying in the red because the opposite had been true for the longest time. We started to see where there was a dissection or divergence between Bitcoin and Ethereum, where Ethereum started to take over and lead the pack. And then idiot Vitalik started getting involved and other people started getting involved. And all of a sudden now, okay, we don't know what's going to happen. He's been moving a lot of money here recently. Keep an eye on that if that's something of interest. I don't think you should change your strategy. I think you should just be aware of it and the impact that it may have on your bags. Citibank, aka Citigroup, recently has been playing around in smart contracts and playing around in providing token services. If you didn't know, Citibank slash Citigroup, they have what's referred to as this kind of private client type thing, working with institutional clients, big players. What they've launched recently is a token process for them to provide them with token services, cash management, trade finance, using blockchain and smart contracts. How would this work? They're essentially using it as a, essentially a blockchain form of ledger. That's really what it is. You have, so let's say there's a guarantee of funds. There's all sorts of ledger current processes that go into a bank guarantee of funds, letters of credit that they extend. They have to allocate funds for the letter of credit. All this is really doing is leveraging the blockchain in order to back this, to support it, and to document and to distribute it. 
How does this play to you? Well, I said on a past episode at CryptoTalkRadio.net, how cool would it be if the banks actually got on board with cryptocurrency instead of fighting it? Now, other influencers believe that this is this is a scam. It's a scheme. It's a, it's a plan for them to take over cryptocurrency. And it might be. I'm saying that if they got on board and they were cooperative with it, it actually could cause a bullish sentiment overall. Because we could have a situation where, as I described, you could walk into your bank, get services around cryptocurrency, including potentially buying and selling, as you would do on an exchange, but now it's on a safer fiat-backed mechanism. How can that not cause a bullish sentiment? I personally think that's a cool thing, but I understand how people, it might make them very much nervous. Now, let's talk about this business of SHIB, SHIB, Barium, Leash, Bohm. A lot of people are frustrated. A lot of people are upset. A lot of people are not happy. And I understand. I understand why. I think their concerns are valid. I think their concerns are legitimate. I think that the team has screwed the pooch with respect to the ecosystem. We're, we're years into this now. And SHIB is one of those projects that it seems to have the potential for mainstream appeal. The potential to take off and be something. The potential to be a strong contender in the space. Yet it seems to keep, I don't want to swear, keep screwing up at pivotal moments. Here's some background. There was a time when SHIB was just what it is. It's just a token. It's just a meme. It's just a dog. Then there were announcements made. And there were other tokens announced, including Bone, Leash, and Treat was announced at a point. They backed off that. They aligned with Trees, which is a different project. They aligned with Ryoshi Vision, different project. At the time, it didn't do anything. Bone didn't do anything. Leash was presented as a rewards type token. You hold it and you get access to perks and rewards. It wasn't really for buys and sells. It was really for rewards and certain distributions. SHIB was always the center. SHIB was what was marketed. SHIB was what was hyped. SHIB was what was promoted. So many people bought into SHIB. When the Coinbase fiasco, Coinbase Pro fiasco happened, a lot of people got ripped off. But also, this then speared over into the coin market cap fiasco. 150 trillion SHIB shows up out of nowhere on coin market caps books, and it was never the same. It's never hit the all-time high from the Coinbase Pro. It's never gotten even close to when the supply was much lower. What it told us is that if the supply were down, we would have much more of a run. We'd have much more value to the SHIB at the very least. You still had bones sitting off on the side, essentially with no value. You had leash and it had some value, but there weren't that many distributions happening. In comes the announcement about Shibarium. People say, okay, use SHIB as the gas token, help burn it off. All of a sudden, they announced that Bone is the gas token. Apparently, this is what they said. I was there. This is what they said. They said that SHIB is essentially controlled, quote unquote, by the different exchanges. It's, it's at a point where they don't have control to do anything with it. It's out of their hands. It's just kind of out there. So there's nothing that they can do. Trust me, this will all wrap up in 360. There's nothing that they can do specifically around SHIB However, there's something they could do with Bone. There's something they could do with Leash. 
Later, they would announce that Bone will be the gas token for Siberian. Now, nobody was holding Bone. It has been infrequently traded. There are some people that pretty much just traded on exchanges, margin traded or whatever, but it's never had a significant holder count. Now, it's obviously changed recently, but even now it's a fraction of what it could be. Nobody ever bought Bone because it didn't do anything and it didn't have any real value until the announcement. Even with the announcement, Shibarium didn't exist yet and people were pissed off because most people were holding SHIB and they expected their SHIB to go somewhere, not Bone, which nobody bought. Leash, for the most part, didn't have any added value to it. All they could really bank on was ShibaSwap. ShibaSwap, let me just put this out there and if anybody in that ecosystem Here's this. I want the smoke if you want to talk it out. I actually talked this out before and they ignored me. That's cool. ShibaSwap is and has been one of the buggiest applications I've ever interacted with. Especially when Ryoshi's vision was managing the business. It just was nowhere near what it needed to be. It was garbage, arguably garbage. So now, fast forward and Shibarium is starting to be a thing. We're hearing the announcements. We're hearing the hype. We're hearing the shill. And what happens? Buy the rumor, sell the news, and there starts to be this ramp up towards the Shibarium strategy. We're going to actually be a thing now. It launches, but then doesn't launch. It's really not stable. You can't do anything with it. And then everything tanks. They need some time. They take the time. They stabilize it. After they stabilize it, the sentiment's already been lost. Now, the problem is that nobody's on it. Nobody's doing anything with it. The volume has decreased significantly. The burns have significantly decreased. And this is because there's nothing on it. There's no applications. There's no real dApps. It doesn't do anything yet. It's just a blockchain that nobody really needed. If you look at Dogecoin, it's the same thing. It's a blockchain nobody needed. Pulse, whatever the Pulse Dogecoin or whatever that is, the one that has, it's like it's just off to the same. It's a blockchain that doesn't do anything. That's what we have is another blockchain that doesn't do anything. Here's my gut. My instinct tells me that they, they banked on the hype and the, the notoriety aspect of SHIB to say that people are going to jump on Shibarium because it's SHIB. I think that's a fallacy. And to the team, to uh, largely end to end, I think that they suck at communication. I don't think there's anything wrong with the product. I don't think there's anything wrong with Shibarium now. There was before, not now. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of the tokens. I have said, though, and I've been saying since 2021, when I first started talking about this business, I've said that it feels like they don't have a strategy. They don't really have a game plan. They communicate it as if they have a vision, but they don't have a strategy. There's a difference. You can have all the visions you want. The vision doesn't do you any good if you don't have a strategy to implement it and make it a real thing. In my opinion, the team has never had a strategy. They got all these lofty visions you care to. They had a lofty vision of getting SHIB to a penny. That was always chatted about. It's been chatted about for years, despite being nowhere close to realistic. They had all this lofty vision about Leash as far as this distribution thing. And the most it's ever been able to do is provide early access to a book sprayed with cologne. Let's be honest. I'm just, I'm stating facts here. So if you come at me, I'm stating facts and I challenge you to counter anything I'm saying to not be the truth. Bone was always the stepchild in the corner. They never promoted Bone first and foremost. They never put it at the front of the pack and they never put it ahead of SHIB because they've said even now continue to say SHIB is the center of the ecosystem. 
but SHIB is the one that will never have strong net present value or net positive value. It's never going to have it because its supply was always too damn high. It was too damn high when it began. They got lucky because the idiot Vidalik burned half of it. If that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation because SHIB would be dead by now. I'm not trying to tell you that SHIB or Bone or Leash or Shibarium or anything is not worth investing in. I'm not trying to tell you that they're a waste of your time. I'm not trying to tell you that you should ignore them. I'm trying to explain why we're here and why nothing has shown up yet and why it feels like nothing has transpired to add any value to what you're holding. The reason it hasn't happened is because, in my opinion, the team lacks strategy. They have no strategic vision or focus. They have all of the vision in the world, but not strategic vision. The idea that how do I make all of these actually work together, truly complement each other the way that they claimed that it was going to be. And they never made happen. Since they never made it happen, they're pissing people off. The more you piss people off now, see, it's a different era than 2021. In 2021, you could afford to piss people off and they'll come back to your project in about a year, see what's new. We're in a different era. Now, when you piss people off, they don't come back. The only positive out of this is that SHIB doesn't have reflection. So we can expect most people don't have dust wallets. If they have it, they probably just have a small amount of it, maybe a hundred bucks or something really tiny. And I ran the charts. There's not, there's mostly whales in the SHIB ecosystem. And that's because they expect it's going to go up and possibly drop a zero. If they drop a zero, that's a lot of money for them if they hold a lot. But if you're at the lower end, let's say you only have 20 bucks in there. I mean, sure, it's $200, but that's not going to move the needle in your confidence in the long-term viability of the product. And then the influencers that are telling you that SHIB's going to go to a penny for sure, or the influencers that tell you that SHIB overall is going to make people multimillionaires 10 times over. I'm going to put a counter argument to this. I'm going to say, in my opinion, I do believe that Bone's going to get to a point where it exceeds $10. I believe that. I don't know how long it'll take, but I believe at some point it's going to get to over $10 mark. I don't know how high it'll go. That's going to depend a lot on use case and getting this thing to grow and be something more than what it is. It's one of those trust things. This is a trust thing. This is a cross my fingers thing. It's There's no fundamentals to anything around this business. It's all about trust and it is a little bit of gambling, let's be honest. Leash may or may not spike to the $4,000 it hit. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. The treat that's supposed to be coming, we don't know what that looks like. They've never really talked about it. It was in scope initially and then later not. Remember, though, Leash was initially planned to be a rebase token. Since they went away from a rebase token, that took away the main outlet for them to provide those rewards. So now the rewards are kind of ad hoc. If they're ad hoc, you can't really you can't really trust it. You have no real confidence that they're going to come or what they are. That was the failure of the whole real she's vision. Again, I'm not telling you that it's not worth it. I'm not telling you not to do, buy into it. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm simply sharing why everything feels like it's not moving, why it feels like nothing's really happening, why it feels like we're standing still. It's because the team, in my opinion, lacks strategic vision. They have no concept of strategy. They have never connected the dots between all of the tokens in the ecosystem. And despite having the plan for Shibarium for however long, I argued they never really had a strategy for how to make the tokens fit into the success of the blockchain. And I would argue it took so damn long to get the blockchain out 
it's going to be harder for them to get projects to buy in and develop on the blockchain versus what it would have been in 2021 when they were red hot. I think in 2021, they'd had a much stronger chance of getting projects to buy into Shibarium if they had launched it on time, because remember, it was delayed like four times. They had launched it on time at a point where it was red hot. This might be a different article now. We might have been seeing prices like freaking Solana, where it went up 300 bucks per on the bone side. It might have been huge. So we don't know. And this is all speculation. We can't travel in time. I'm simply telling you what I know. At the time, everything was red hot. It was red freaking hot. We're no longer red hot. Now we got to see what happens from here. And I'm simply saying to you, in my opinion, Bone's going to be something someday. Leash, I have no idea. Shiv, I have no idea. Bone is going to be something. We don't know when. Of all the projects out there, though, they got some heavy competition because all of the top coins out there, the true ones that are out there, they're going to run back up. Solana is going to run back up. Phantom's going to run back up. Maker is already running back up. It's got so much gross competition out there. It's going to be really hard for them to make a case why people should buy into this project versus all the other ones that are out there because they waited so damn long. We haven't even gotten to the sharding. Once that happens, we have to look at what, what it looks like for Shibarium because that's going to affect all layer twos. Do you see what I'm saying? They, they're playing me too. They're playing catch up because it took so damn long to get Shibarium out. That's playing into what you're seeing. I don't know where this goes. I am saying to you, Bone will be something. We don't know when. Beyond that, it's all cross fingers. And I'm sorry that I have to share that news. And some may disagree with me. That's cool. Time will tell whether I get it right or wrong. In closing, and I want to stress, make sure you're only investing what you can afford to lose. It's a very challenging time. We don't know what's going to happen for any of this. We expect a run up. But Gary Gensler is in the way. He's out there talking all his crap and trying not to swear. You still have just turmoil. You still have to get past the presidential election. You still got to figure out people that support cryptocurrency. You still have the international markets. You still have the wars. You still have the war against you know, fossil fuel. There's all sorts of attacks that are going to impact the timing of getting to a run. And it's important, I think, in my opinion, that you keep food on your table and take care of your family and keep a roof over your head because crypto is not going to go anywhere. No matter what anybody says, there'll never be a total ban on cryptocurrency. The worst that would happen is it goes back underground. There will never be, can never be a total ban on cryptocurrency. Then what, what, what we can do, our part, what we can do is to make sure that people are well-educated about what to watch out for instead of jumping into the crap that's spitting up. If you're a gambler, I celebrate and respect your right to be a gambler as long as you admit it. But I would rather see that we steer people towards the right stuff. And sometimes we can't know. Sometimes a project looks good and turns into crap like Satama. But sometimes we do know. Sometimes we know this is straight up garbage. And if you listen to me any period of time, you know I look for the garbage to try to avoid it. Because I want to keep people safe. That's how we can do our part. Help steer people to the right projects instead of the garbage that's out there. Beyond that, though, everything is up, up for grabs. Everything is across your fingers. And diversification is critical. Make sure you're not YOLOing into crypto, any crypto. Make sure you have a diverse portfolio. Make sure it's money you can afford to lose. Make sure you don't get trapped in something. Because you, even the SHIB ecosystem, I, I'm including them too. Make sure you don't get trapped in anything. Make sure you're cool losing it all. Because that, that risk will float around you like a shroud.
And I wouldn't want people to lose money, which is why I don't advocate you get into certain things. I'll say, take a look at it. I don't know if it's any good or not, because I don't know if something's going to be here long term. There's many projects I've talked about, and they ended up being crap because I, you know, either I suspected it was going to or didn't know. But I bring it to attention of here's the red flags. Here's what to watch out for. SHIB is no different. That's why I'm talking this through the story. It's no different. Here's what to watch out for with this business. They've, they've got some problems. And until they get to a point and they're coming up from behind, so it's going to be harder for them, but until they get to a point where they've got actual applications building on the blockchain with a good velocity, it's not going to go anywhere. And anybody that's in there is going to be stuck for the foreseeable future. Maybe at some point later, your kids can benefit from whatever you accumulated. I don't say that to depress you. I say that as a reality check, which is why it should be money you're okay losing and money you're okay living without. 